Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Sharp Sports Report. But this time, it's a new installment of a new series I plan on doing called the Summer Bi-Weeklies. The whole point of the Summer Bi-Weekly is to give you the most amount of information in the shortest amount of time, thus keeping you more entertained. So the goal is to just get right into it, and that's what I plan on doing, starting with the NBA. Some great hirings, except for one, which I'll get into shortly, that I think should all work out, except for the one, like I just said. Pacers get Rick Carlisle. Massive move, great franchise saver. I really thought you were going to go into a rebuild. It looks like you're going to be fine, Pacers fans. Rick Carlisle, great hire. You should win some more games, but losing Nate McMillan should still haunt you. On to Portland getting Chauncey Billups. Now, I think for the franchise itself, Chauncey will be a great head coach, but I think Dame is just too long gone. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Get rid of Dame, maybe start over again. Like, there's some great point guards coming in the draft. There are really good ones. If you can find a trade package where you get a really high lottery pick for this year maybe heck even next year somehow don't know how you're going to manage that but if you find that it'd be awesome because like I said I think Chauncey Billups will be a great head coach and I don't think we should nag on Chauncey too much too early because he's going to have to deal with a rebuild so let's give Chauncey his time I think he's going to do great I hope he does great now the Celtics, they get Ime Udoka. I know nothing about Ime. Uh, I remember hearing his name last year for some coaching positions. Didn't get them. It's glad to see he got his Celtics position. Um, I think he'll be a great replacement for Brad Stevens. Hopefully he does a little better game planning than Brad Stevens. Um, I think he'll be fine though. It's a weird situation in Boston. Um, but you know, I, I think he'll do good. I hope he changes it around. Um, Boston fans, go go easy on them, please, because, you know, it's a, it's a weird situation, and he's not going to get you to the conference finals right away. It's just, it's not going to happen. Now, let's go to the one that I don't think is going to work, and that's Jason Kidd in Dallas. I just don't think Jason Kidd's a good coach. I mean, he failed in Milwaukee. He failed in Brooklyn. His players loved him, but he didn't win. I think that's what's going to happen in Dallas, and I think Luka's going to be gone. I really I really think Luka's going to dip. Um, yeah, so I think this Jason Kidd hire is pretty stupid. Um, I've heard some other analysts say the same as me, um, but there are a lot praising him. So, you know, when, when he fails, I'll be right here waiting. Now, I want to hop into the college realm real quick, just on football and baseball, um, you know, college football is a, a, mo- it's a miraculous place, a place that can bring you great joy and great sadness year in and year out, now last year my Penn State near the Lions gave me some, some great sadness, uh, I think they'll turn around this year though, I think they'll be really good, I think they'll be a 9-win team at best. Eight, eight wins at worst. I'm not expecting like an 11-1, 12-0. If they somehow pull that off, that'd be insane. Um, so yeah, but you know the major news, the one thing that, I, that really matters to all college football fans, 
they're going to expand the playoff. Not to six teams, not to eight teams, but to 12. That is amazing. I'm glad that the college football committee is expanding their minds a little bit and getting this thing going because this is desperately needed because the whole point of the four-team playoff was to get the little guy in. You know, when Boise, when Boise State was killing it, it was like, ah, oh, four teams, Boise State will get pushed into that top four. Cincinnati will get pushed into that top four. UCF will get pushed into that top four. It never happened. I've heard people say that they want a six-team one so that each of the five con- top uh, power fives get their um, chance. But I think that's stupid considering that the American sometimes is all around better than the ACC some years and all around better than the Pac-12 some years. So I think favoring an old stigma for each of these conferences is kind of stupid. Uh, I think they should just get whoever the best 12 teams are. I really hope that means Cincinnati and, you know, somehow if Boise State kicks it back up. Not, not that Boise State's bad, but they're not like what they used to be. And hopefully they get more Pac-12 teams in. Because we haven't seen a Pac-12 team since, I want to say, would it be 2016? When Washington made it, I believe that's the last time. So, hopefully it works out the way that's in, it's intended to work out. Um, now, next, we're going to move on to the NFL, who finally, finally pushed through the two-helmet color law. Which, if you don't know what that means, that means teams can now wear alternate jerseys that aren't, that like, actually alternate. The Bucks can wear their cream creamsicles. The uh, Seahawks can wear their old like '80s and '70s jerseys. Eagles can go to their Kelly greens. Patriots can wear that weird red jersey again. Bills can go to their '90s retros. I mean, really, there's no wrong way to go about this. Heck, the Titans can go to the Oilers once. Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. Tell me that wouldn't boost jersey sales. I think that'd be great. I would love that. I, just, I don't know why they didn't do it sooner, though. Like, come on, NFL. That was, it was pretty stupid to stop it anyway. So, you know. Whatever. Now, on to soccer. I know some of you Americans might not like soccer. And that's that's fine. It's to be expected. But, hell, the <laughs> Europa Championship has been extremely exciting, and we've seen some really good upsets just in the group round, and so far in the round of 16, there's only been four games. And there's already been great games. Czech Republic knock off Netherlands. Who was who was my favorite? I'm not ashamed to say, the Netherlands were my favorite to win it all. It was them and Belgium. I was leaning more towards Netherlands, but they got knocked off to the Czech Republic Two zip. Belgium knocks off Cristiano Ronaldo in Portugal. Belgium's a powerhouse. They're the number one team in the world for a reason. Romelu Lukaku, Kevin De Bruyne, Toby Alderweireld. They're good. They're really good. Now talk about a great game in Spain, Croatia. Croatia's down what three to one with like five minutes left. They come back tied three to three. And they go into extra time, and then Spain scores two goals, which 
sucks, but it's just what happened. And then the game I watched less than an hour ago between France and Switzerland. Switzerland comes out, comes in out of nowhere, ties the game at the end of regulation, then they go into extra time, no one scores, then we go into PKs, it's tied 4-4, four to four. Switzerland puts one in, gorgeously by the way, then Kylian Mbappe, a guy who everyone loves, I, I'm, I'm lukewarm to him, comes up, and I said to myself, I'm like, you know what? I have a feeling he's going to miss this. It got deflected. Switzerland wins. The reigning World Cup champions in France are out. And I could not be happier. I can't wait for tomorrow when England plays Germany. That should be a great game. I don't care about Sweden and Ukraine. So, yeah. it's It's been a super fun UEFA Euro 2020. Now that the Netherlands are out, I I gotta go with Belgium as my favorite. Maybe Italy. They struggled a little bit against Austria. It would have been nicer if they would have shut Austria out. It's tough to do that. It is. It would have been nice though. I mean, Denmark is coming in on a hot streak. They're not gonna win, but they're on a hot streak. I mean... They play the Czech Republic. They have a chance to beat the Czech Republic and make it to the semifinal without Christian Eriksen, which would be crazy. But yeah, it's it's whoever wins the Belgium Italy game for the quarterfinal is winning it all, in my opinion. That that th- those are my two teams. Whoever wins that game is winning it all. Um, so it should be interesting. And if you if you're not a soccer fan, I implore you to watch these games. Um, you know England plays tomorrow. Uh, June 29th, Tuesday, at 12. Um, if you're a soccer fan, don't, I mean, don't, if you're not a soccer fan, don't watch Sweden and Ukraine. That'll be boring as hell. Uh, then July 2nd, on a Friday, Belgium versus Italy at 3. That's good. That's going to be a fantastic game. <clears throat> so, watch that one. That's the one I, that, that's the one you should watch more. Um... So yeah, um, that's going to end today's video. I think that was a quick one. Yeah, only 10 minutes. Let's go. Look at that. Keeping you entertained in a short amount of time. Uh, now, like I said, this is the bi-weeklies. These will be happening every other week, hopefully. Um, no guarantee that it's going to be every other Monday. It might be. I don't know. Uh, but I do plan on putting some videos in between where I talk about college football programs. Uh, the first one I want to go over is Tennessee because stuff's going on there that no one would have expected to go on there 20 years ago. Like, 20 years ago, they're riding high. Now they're just terrible. It's, it's interesting to look at. I'll get into that one next time. But for now, I'll see you on the flippity-flop.